they're flagrant. And yet they're still friends. It's the Flagrant Friends Podcast. Bringing you your NBA news. It is on today. It is Tuesday, May the 4th. Be with you. Happy Nerd Day, everybody. <laughs> he he did call me a nerd earlier. He said... 100% did. How, how, how was your nerd day? And I, I did. said... I did. It was excellent. Actually, I think I said, did you enjoy Star Wars Day? <laughs> did you enjoy Star Wars Day, nerd? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. believe you did. Yeah. I believe you did. Yeah. So, getting straight into today's topic of the week, LeBron. Yeah. Le- LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. LeBron, um, listen, buddy. Um, I hate to be the one to tell you this, because you should know this, but this is the year of our Lord 2021. Mm. There's such such thing called the internet. People have phones. People videotape things. People save things. Like mm-hmm. March, I'll bring you back. March, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Not that long ago. It's not that long ago. LeBron James. LeBron James himself. Preach it. Said. Mm-hmm. Oh, these teams that are all vying for these last mm-hmm. spots, they should have a play-in tournament. Amen. But now, fast forward to, it's going to be May. Mm. Here in May, he says, and I quote, whoever came up with this expletive should be fired. Well, LeBron, you didn't seem to have a problem with it last March when you said it's what should happen. Mm-hmm. When the Players Association obviously agreed to it before the season with the owners, you didn't have a problem with it then. You didn't say anything about it in uh, November, December, January, February, March, and then all of us, but not even in April. That all of a sudden, mm. you're actually faced with the fact that, oh, wait. We might actually have to play in this thing. See, I thought it's not... I was going to get three days of rest while these other people play, and I really wanted those three days of rest because I'm 36 years old and I played a whole lot of games. Sorry, LeBron. You might have to play in it because the Lakers have the Clippers and the Trailblazers coming up. We'll get to talk about these obviously very soon, but they have the Lakers, they have the Clippers and the Portland Trailblazers coming up, which LeBron is not going to play in that those either one of those games because he's going to rest his ankle injury. Because after being gone for a long time, he played like a game, mm-hmm. and now he's got to rest his ankle some more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, about that. You're in a situation right now where right now they and they did beat Denver last night, which was a great win for them without LeBron. So congratulations to them. Anthony Davis played well. They're still three and seven in the last ten. 
they're still only a half game up from Dallas for the sixth seed and only a game up of Portland for the 11th seed. Listen to what I just said. They are a game up of Portland for the 11th seed. Mm. They play the Clippers tomorrow. Mm. They play Portland the next day. Excuse me. It's, it's, I think it's Thursday, Friday. Excuse mm-hmm. me. They play the Clippers Thursday, play Portland Friday. Either way, it's a back-to-back mm. against those two teams. Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, Friday. Whatever, it doesn't matter. We'll get to it in a second. The bottom line is they play both of those teams this week. Mm-hmm. You lose to the Portland when you're one game back of Portland for seven. I'm not a math major, but if you're one game back of a team and they beat you head-to-head, you're no longer ahead of those that team. That does not work That out. does not, no. Not good for business. So, now the NBA might get, like, their wet dream. Because if they got Golden State with Steph Curry... Mm-hmm. And the Lakers with LeBron playing in their uh, yeah. playing in their seven eight game to see who could be the seven seed. Yeah, like that. The ratings to that game would be amazing. And then as of right this second, Memphis and the Spurs would play. So let's just say the Spurs win because it's Popovich, and you can't bet against him. And now you have the loser of LeBron and Steph. Having to play the Spurs and Grave Pop- Grave uh, Greg Popovich, and the Spurs, and the losers out of the playoffs, the winners, the eighth seed, that would get a great number. So the NBA would love this because listen, I'm I love basketball. I was in Fort Wayne all weekend watching AAU basketball. That's what I do. I mean, I have a basketball website. I have a recruiting service. I've coached. I love basketball. If there's basketball on, I will watch it. I don't care. Men, women, high school, college, WNBA, NBA, AAU. It does not matter. I love basketball, right? High school at times. I've watched a lot of high school. I've coached Mm -hmm. a lot of high school. Yeah. I will watch high school basketball. Um, Middle school. I've coached middle school. I don't care. Like, hell, I have a fourth grader now. I watch fourth grade basketball sometimes. But anyway, (laughs) but I'm just saying, I love basketball. Nothing could be could be better for the NBA than than those matchups because yes, the people who like basketball or love basketball or are insane about basketball like me, they're gonna watch it anyway. But if you get Golden State and Lakers, where the winner is the seven, the loser now has to play a game against the Spurs, where if they win, they're in; they lose, they're out. You're gonna get a whole lot of casuals mm-hmm. watching that game. You're gonna get a huge number. And listen, we can talk about basketball and how we like the purest form of basketball and how really basketball is a really easy game if you break it down. I mean, it's spacing, it's movement, it's it, it's a really easy game. You pass, you cut, you pass, you screen away, you get somebody open. It's the one game where you can get better by yourself. You don't, you know, it's not base, baseball. You're playing, throwing, you know, catching. You need someone to throw and catch with. You're mm-hmm. hitting. Obviously, you need someone to throw you the ball. Right. Football, obviously, right. you can't throw the ball and catch it yourself. Nope. You know, Hockey, you can't make a move and then shoot to the goalie if there's not a goalie. Like, But basketball, you can get better by yourself. Truthfully, you don't even need a basket. Like, you just with a ball, dribble handling, you know, ball handling, you can get better. You know, but so that, that's the best thing about it is you can get better by yourself in basketball, but you also need your teammates to truly get to the level that you want to get to because it's still a team 
game. But there's only five guys playing at a time. So one out of five could do a whole lot more damage than one out of 11. Or, Correct. Know, so, or one out of nine in baseball. So, I mean, you can hit a home run every time you're up in baseball, but if everybody else, the other eight guys in the batting order, strike out every time. It's not going to matter. And the pitcher that is on your team gives up a whole bunch of runs. It's not going to matter because you're only going to get up three times tops. So you might lose a game 5-3, but you were 3-for-3 three three with three, three, home, you know, three home runs. There's nothing you can do about it. In basketball, you can do a lot more about it as that one person. You can make people better. Chris, Chris Paul, we'll talk about him in a second. And how he just makes everyone better wherever he goes. But, yeah, that's the thing. Long story short, hope you're still listening and, and following along. You can't flip-flop anymore on stuff. Like, we know. We heard you say it. Like, there was, there was cameras. There were reporters. They, they wrote down what you said. And they didn't just put it... It's not, oh, well, I said it to some beat writer and wherever. No. Everything you say is on the internet, and everybody can search it worldwide. And we know what you said. So, in March of 2020, LeBron, when you said, hey, these teams that are fighting it out for the last few spots, they should just play each other for the last five games and have a playing tournament. You can't say that. And then 13 months later, say, I don't know whoever came up with this shit should be fired. Because that's the exact quote. I apologize for my language. That was his exact quote. Well, you know who came up with it? You did, LeBron. You said it in March of 2020 that that's what they should do. These teams should play it out. And now here you are upset about it. And don't get me wrong. I get it. I know why you're upset about it. You thought it was going to help you positively because you thought you were going to be a top three seed and now you get extra days off for you to rest since you're 36. Think since you just won a championship on a shortened season with a bubble, you've had a short off season. Now you play a shortened season. Now you, I get I get it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I understand why he wouldn't want to play in these playing games if they've earned the right through this season to be, you know, where they are. Of course, if he doesn't, because that's the thing, if he doesn't get hurt, I'll, again, I'll be honest, people call me a LeBron hater. I admire him as a player. I've never met him, but as a person, he seems great. He's, I mean, he's married to his high school sweetheart. He's involved in his kids' lives. Mm -hmm. He started, you know, the LeBron James, you know, School of Academy in Akron. He's helped, you know, hundreds of probably even thousands of kids go to college and do this and that. So. By yeah. all accounts, you know, great, great guy. All the respect. Yeah, respect to all those things. But on the court, you can't say, well, I didn't think it was good. You know, but anyway, because that's the thing. And I again, I agree with that. If he if he was never got hurt, if he never got hurt, you wouldn't hear anything from him. Because if he never got hurt, the Lakers would still be the three or the four seed. But since he was hurt for so much, and Anthony Davis was also hurt, then Anthony Davis came back, and then, you know, but he's not 100% yet. And then LeBron tried to come back, but he clearly is not 100% yet. So now you're in this situation. Which brings us straight into. 
this week's games on national TV. So starting off, we have Wednesday NBA TV at 9 p.m. We have the 31 and 33 San Antonio Spurs at the 47 and 18 Utah Jazz. What's your thoughts? Yeah, Spurs right now are the 10 seed. But to me, I mean, they're still comfortably in the playing game where they're they're going to be in the playing game regardless. They're not going to I mean, they're 5 games back of Dallas and 6. So they're not going to make up 5 games. So they're going to be in the playing game one way or another because they're still three games up of the Pelicans in, in, in 11. So, though unfortunately the Pelicans did beat Golden State tonight, which was unfortunate after Golden State destroyed them last night, um, which was unfortunate for Golden State. But, that is true. But yeah. they, they do, again, Golden State has Oklahoma City back-to-back coming up yeah. next. They need to beat them both times, please, for the love of all things holy. But anyway, Spurs are in 10th. They're going to be in the play game at some point. So, really, truthfully, both of these teams don't really need this game. <laughs> really, like yeah, it's yeah. like they're both going to be either in the playoffs or have a chance in a week and a half to make the playoffs. In saying that, I don't think the Spurs are going to win. I mean, they're five and five in their last ten, but they've lost four in a row. They're in a little bit of trouble, but you know, pop is pop. He'll get them ready for the play-in, but you know, they're playing a team that's better than them, quite frankly. So. Spurs are going to lose this game. Moving straight into Thursday's doubleheader on TNT, we have the 7.30 p.m. game with the 43-22 and 22 Brooklyn Nets at the 36-28 and 28 Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, we can update the Nets at least to add one yeah. more one more loss to them. That is true. As they just lost again to the Bucks, which is the second time in yeah. 48 hours uh, that, they, that they lost to the Bucks. Not looking good for them. So they're going to be two. Let's see, they're two and a half. So they're they're going to literally be like a game, maybe only a game ahead of the Bucks. To switch to maybe the three seed that the Bucks could get, that is a game. Yeah, it's a game. It was. It's now a game now. Yeah, so they're only a game back because they were a game. They were two. They were two and a half up. And they just lost. So now it's one. It's one and a half. Um, no, it's a half because they That's lose right. a game and they That's win a right. game. So it's, it's a half. Now a half. So now the Nets are only a half game up with the Bucks for for uh, the second seed. So. Yep. You know that's that's huge, especially considering like if you're the second seat. Though truthfully, it depends on what everybody else does because like the Heat right now are six going into tonight, nine games back. Well, the Celtics were seventh at ten games back, so those they could flip flop. So a lot of stuff could happen. So we'll we'll see. That's why it's gonna be fun. Like if by some reason you're listening to this and you don't watch the NBA. Now is the time to flip it out. Like, yeah. if you don't want to watch it from, you know, normally it's October, like Halloween-ish time to, to you know, June or July. I get it. If you don't want to start until, you know, the Christmas Day matchups are going to start watching or whatever. 
if you haven't started watch because it's you know it started right around December twenty second. So I'll this, be this season. This season. So like I'll if, be you, if you didn't watch them, now now's the time. We don't start our show honestly until what post Christmas. Yeah, I mean that. Obviously, this year because of the the last season ended so late because of they got pushed back. That's right with COVID. Yep. yep. So the season didn't start until like December twenty first, December twenty second. So you, so you had that. But I know a lot of people who like basketball. For the first, they will not watch a normal normal NBA eighty two game season that starts around Halloween. I know a lot of people who like basketball who will not watch a second of NBA games until the Christmas Day games because Christmas yeah. Day usually has you know good matchups there in the NBA. Some just like some people who really like basketball who don't watch college basketball until March Madness, and that and that's, that's fine. And that's, that's fine. True. That's fine too. Yeah. All I'm saying is, if you're one of those people, now's the time to turn it on. Like, it's time. It is time. There's not going to be... There's not going to be a game that does not mean anything on right now, on national television. Like, now now is the time where we're getting rolling. Okay? So, if you've been sleeping on it for a couple of months, hey, I ain't mad at you. You do your thing. Now it's time. Locked in because we're going to have some really, really good games. Again, like Dallas is the sixth seed. Going into tonight, Dallas was the sixth seed. They were a half back of the Lakers for the five seed. They're also a half back of Portland for the seventh seed. So that means you're a game back, basically. A game difference could make you the five seed or the seventh seed where you literally would have to win a game. And if you didn't win a game, mm-hmm. you'd have to then go play another game where if you lost it, that's right, you would be done and wouldn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Or you could win a game and be all the way up to the five seed. Like, so like you win a game and be in the five seed, or you could lose two games and be out of the playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. that's so, it's go time, right? So Luca, this is your time. He whines a little bit too much about calls. The Nets are really struggling right now. They've now lost three in a row. They need this win, and I still give me Kevin Durant every time, and Kyrie Irving's still really good too. James Harden injury really hurts, but give me Durant. Let's win this game. Next up, we got the 10 p.m. game. We have the 37 and 28 Lakers at the 43 and 22. LA Clippers. This one's uh, a little bit of a rivalry. Yeah, I mean it's a big rivalry yeah, game. The, yeah, it's a big rivalry, rivalry game. I mean, the Lakers are at the Clippers, even though they yeah, play at the yeah, same exact yeah, arena. Yeah, 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 they play at Stable yeah, Center, yeah. so yeah, one's the home team, one's the away team. Whatever, it's the same freaking arena. But of course, LeBron has already—they've already mentioned that he's not playing in this game against the Clippers or the next game against Portland, yeah. which we'll talk about in a second. I will give the Lakers props. I need my rest. I will give the Lakers props. They were three and seven in the last ten, but then all of a sudden they won a game against Denver, which was kind of surprising because they were eight and two in their last ten up until that point. Um, they now lost two in a row, which is troubling because now they're getting close to, you know, 
flip-flopping and all that stuff. So, again, a lot of playoff implications in this one. But I'm sorry, without LeBron, Anthony Davis is still not right. He's still not Anthony Davis. The Clippers need to make a statement here. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, give you your best effort and freaking dominate the Lakers on your quote-unquote home floor, even though it's, you know, both of your home floors. I mean, I know they changed the paint or whatever. You both play in the same arena, like, whatever. But make a statement. Let's go, Clippers. Come on. Moving straight into Friday's doubleheader on the ESPN, we have at 7.30 p.m. the 34 and 31 Boston Celtics at the 26 and 39, dare I say it, Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls. Yeah, the I mean, Chicago Bulls. I mean, they've lost four in a row. They're four and six in the last ten. They're four games out of the tenth spot to get in the playing game. So they're basically done. I mean, they made some. They made some moves around the trade deadline. They did all these things, and people are like, "What are the Bulls doing?" Well, I I don't know what they're doing to be honest with you. They're a dumpster fire. Um, let's just leave it at that. They're a dumpster yeah. fire. The Bulls are going to lose this game. Thank you. Next. Moving straight into 10 p.m., we have the 37 and 28 Lakers at the 36 and 29 Portland Trail Blazers. Yeah, with the Golden State schedule, I really thought, even though Portland's three games up on, on uh, Golden State for the seventh seed right now, and mm-hmm. Golden State's eight, yep. I, I thought with Golden State's schedule having the Pelicans tonight, Oklahoma City twice, then they do have Phoenix and Utah, but then they have the Pelicans again, and then Memphis. I, I, I thought the Warriors actually had a shot to, to get up in there. I no longer think that, uh, that the Warriors... Uh, lost this evening. Uh, so so the Pelicans are going to be, or Golden State's going to be either eight or nine. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe, or maybe even ten. They're only a game, you know, game off of the Spurs for ten. So they're going to be eight, nine, or ten. They're not going to catch three spots, well, three and a half spots now to Portland. That's not going to happen. Though Portland's only a half game back of Dallas, like we talked about, and a game back of Lakers, like we talked about. So Portland could still move up. Oh, and oh, they're playing the Lakers. And they're a game back of the Lakers. And mm-hmm. LeBron's not playing. And uh, Does this mean the Portland Trailblazers may possibly even probably a win? I think Portland will indeed win this game. Right, it is the games of the weekend. Games, plural. There's a few of them. Let's go. 
moving straight into Saturday, 7 p.m. We have the 30 and 35 Washington Wizards at the 30 and 34 Indiana Pacers. Yeah. NBA TV. So this game just happened the other day. The Warriors were... The Warriors, sorry. The Wizards were up 82-66 on Indiana at halftime. They scored 82 on them in the first half. Wizards won this game. How bad they have been before the year, or the beginning of the start of the year, they're 8-2 in the last 10. They've won two in a row again now after a little bit of a step back. Like, they're right there with the... Like, again, they were right there with the Pacers, and then they beat them. Now they're going to beat them... They're, now they're going to beat them again? Because Russell Westbrook last night, if you did not see this, he was like 5 for 8 from the field with 14 points. And you're like... Well, why are you talking about him, Steve? Well, because he became the third person ever to also have over 20 rebounds and 20 assists in a game. He had like 21 rebounds and 24 assists in a game. He he at least came into shouting distance of the all-time assists leader in NBA history for a game, the all-time leader for the most assists in a game, mm-hmm. which of course is held by MSU legend Scott Skiles, who had 30 assists in a game. Yep. Yes, that happened. Yep, yep, yep. Third, look it up, kids. 30 assists in a game. Nobody thought that was ever getting touched. It was close the other night, and really, if the game was closer... Russ might might have got it, but like they were up by enough and they were cool. But three people ever have had over 20 rebounds in a game and over 20 assists in a game. One of them names three times it's happened, not three people. Three times it's happened ever in NBA history. One of those times was by a man named Wilt Chamberlain which you may have heard of because, you know, he's one of the all-time great players of the NBA. Holds the NBA single-season score or single-game scoring record with 100 points in a game in March 3rd, 1962 in Hershey, Pennsylvania against the Knicks. I mean, who doesn't know that off the top of their head? Everybody. I think think I've heard his name. Yeah, I've heard Will Chamberlain's name before. Yeah, Yeah, so he did it once with over 20 rebounds, over 20 assists. The other two times that it's happened ever in the history of the NBA was by Russell Westbrook. Really? Yeah. Like, having over 20 rebounds and over 20 assists in the same game. And yeah, he still scored 14 points and only took 8 shots. He was 5 for 8 from the field. And had 20, like, 2 rebounds and 24 assists. Like, just amazing. Oh, and then you got Bradley Beal scoring 30 points a game. Like, the Wizards are just good enough to give someone some issues in a playoff series because both of those guys can go freaking off. And Russell Westbrook is just built differently. Like, there's some people that are just built differently. Like, for whatever reason, whether it's their upbringing, whether it's their the coaching they, they got, or just if they heard a nice 
motivational speech yeah, at whatever. some point in their life yeah. that you know yeah. turned them around. I don't know, but there's just some people that are just built differently. Michael Jordan, the reason why he's you know the goat and will always be the goat, was just built differently. He didn't want to beat you. He wanted to humiliate you. He wanted to rip your heart out and step on it. Kobe Bryant was not happy with beating you. He wanted to um, just a dog. You know, Allen Iverson was a dog, even though he was like six feet, and that's probably being generous. But he was hard, and he was. I mean, Isaiah Thomas was great. Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. is Russell Westbrook is one of those guys that just he knows one speed, one speed only, and it's full throttle, always full speed ahead. Is he going to get some turnovers sometimes because of it? Sure, maybe, but it's always full throttle, always full speed ahead. No one, no one is ever going to play harder than Russell Westbrook. Now, his coach Scott Brooks got a little bit too carried away, might have drank a little bit of the uh, funky stuff, whatever. After that game, and I get it, you're you're the coach of him. You're trying to you know stick up for him. I get it. But he made the comment that Russell Westbrook is the second greatest point guard of all time behind Magic Johnson. That's obviously not true. There's somebody named Isaiah Lord Thomas the third. Look him up, kids. Then obviously you have, you know, Steph Curry who's won three championships and MVPs and blah 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 blah. Changed the game completely. Look him up, Oh, you don't have to look him up, kids. You all know him. But, you know, Chris Paul's been great. Jason Kidd, John Stockton, you know, whatever. Bob Cousy, Oscar Robinson, I don't know. Go go through the list if you really want to. But just to say that Oscar that Russell Westbrook is the second best point getter of all time is wrong, but it's also wrong to say anything bad about Russell Westbrook ever because he's freaking amazing. So just enjoy and stop trying to label him in what rank he is of all time because his all time's not done yet because he's not done playing yet. So Wizards win this game again. Russ, another triple-double. Moving straight into 10 p.m., we got the Brooklyn Nets Versus the Denver Nuggets NBA TV. It's just a really hard week for the Nets. Like, they lose to the Bucks twice yeah. this week. This is a, uh, a got, straight yeah, I mean, act week. Like it, you know, they got Dallas coming up, yeah. right? And then, and then now you have, now you have now you Denver, the, right? Yeah. So, extremely hard for the Nets. Obviously, they have the talent to do it, even without Harden with his setback, with his hamstring. And who knows if he's going to come back. I'm not crazy about it. I don't think he's going to come back this year. I really don't. Just too many setbacks after setbacks. It just doesn't feel right to me. And even if he does, he's not going to be 100%. He's not going to be James Harden. So, I'm just, I just, I I, I really feel like Denver's going to win this game. I, I, I really, I really, really do. Moving straight into Sundays. What is this? quadruple header. We have four games on Sunday. We have the 1 p.m. We have the 35 and 30 Miami Heat at the 34 and 30 Boston Celtics. This one's on ESPN. We have multiple channels on Sunday. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, we got a we got a lot going on uh, on Sunday, and uh, you know we got a lot going on right now. Um, 
as you as as you know, yeah, we've talked about this before. This was uh, that we uh, we just had a moment here. Yeah, that we uh, we 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 obviously <laughs> we we multitask now, and and normally we we watch hoops, but right before we started, the Pistons and Charlotte game ended, and then the Warriors and Pelicans game ended. So we switched over to the, to the Dodgers or the Cubs, and they were tied at, at a one run apiece, and then the Dodgers took a lead, and now Javi Baez just said, bartender, Jack, and now it's tied again, and yeah. so we're, we're, we're multitasking, we're pretty... I'll have another. Yeah. Fill it up again. Uh, so yeah, it's tied again, and uh, we're excited about that, because, you know... Go Cubs go. They already beat the Dodgers once in the first game of the doubleheader today where the Dodgers, uh, Clayton Kershaw, who I hear is good at baseball because uh, he is, great pitcher. Yeah, the Cubs knocked him out in the first inning, scored six on him in the first inning, was able to win the game. But anyway, now that I'm excited. But anyway. Anywho. Anywho. Now that I'm done talking about Javi Baez uh, home run to tie the game, should we go back to the game that you're talking about? Let's let's let's. Oh yeah. Let's let's do that. Let's do were, that. Were we let's, talking let's, about? Let's do that. Uh, let's do that. The, the Miami do that. Heat. The Miami Heat. Yes. Who for a while Versus was the Boston Celtics, I believe. That yeah, the Miami time. Heat were one time like out of it. Now they're all the way up to ninth, or I mean six. Excuse me. They're nine games out of first. They're all the way up to sixth. Right now, the Celtics are seventh, and they're one game in between each other. So, again. Math would tell me that that makes this a really big game. If one's the sixth seed, one's the seventh seed, they're one game apart of each other. Then playing head to head is a huge game. Jimmy Butler's great. All praise to Jimmy Butler. The Heat, they were fun. They made a great run last year. All that stuff, blah, blah, blah. They got it all the way to the, the NBA Finals before they lost to the Lakers, obviously. The Celtics should, they should not be seven. The, the, the Celtics should be no worse than four. No worse than four. They have Kimball Walker, they have Jalen Brown, they have. Freaking, you know, obviously Jason Tatum. Like, Brad Stevens is their coach. I like their pickup of Jamari Parker. Like, the Celtics need to win this game. Celtics, seriously. Do 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 this now. Do this now. Let's go. Boston. Boston. We're going to go to Boston. We're going to play Wicked Hard. Wicked Hard in Boston. And then we're going to celebrate with a Laga. Moving straight into the 3.30 Sunday game, we have the New York Knicks at the L.A. Clippers. This one's also on ESPN. Yeah, Julius Randle should win most improved player of the year in the NBA, even though he wasn't terrible before. He's been outstanding this year. He deserves that award. They have... You know, the Knicks, again, let me say this real quick. The Knicks are, they're a great story. They're a great story. They've had a great year. They're a talented team. Are they for real as in, like, they don't stink anymore? They're not the bottom feeders? Sure. Sure. No, sure. Sure. They're the, they're, the okay, four, they're, the, okay. they're the they're the four seed right now. All right, they've won three in a row and they're nine and one in the last ten. Like they're legitimate. Are they a title contender? Absolutely, positively, a thousand percent 
No. They're not. No. 76ers, Nets, and Bucks are the only three teams that have a chance of coming out of the East. Those three teams, obviously, the Knicks are behind. The Knicks would also be behind in the West. The Jazz, Suns, Denver, Clippers, Lakers if healthy, Dallas, Portland, Golden State, Memphis, and the Spurs. They're behind all those teams, if you ask me. They're fun. They play good defense. They're better. I, I get it. I respect it. I love it. I'm glad that they don't suck anymore. I'm glad that they're at least relevant. They are not a title contender. And if right now, if they stay in the four seed, and right now the Hawks stayed in the five seed, and Trey Young was healthy, I would pick the Hawks to beat them in the series. So, yes, I'm glad that they don't suck. I'm glad that they're back. I'm glad that they're going to make the playoffs. It's great. They're not a legitimate title contender. Stop it. Moving straight into NBA TV's doubleheader. We start out at 7 p.m. We have the 29 and 36 New Orleans Pelicans at the 31 and 33 Charlotte Hornets. Which, the Hornets, they're, I mean, we, we said a couple weeks ago, I was shocked that I was. Playoff team, yeah. 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 They're, they're, they're coming up. Yeah. Who, they're, who, who they're, was their one player that they had? The uh, uh, Johnson, Joe. Well, I mean, obviously they have, they have a few. Number one, obviously, Lonzo Ball has been really good for them. Miles Bridges, Michigan Love from Flint Town. Yes. He's been great for them. They signed Gordon Haywood. He's been great for them. Blah, blah, blah. The problem for the Hornets right now is Miles Bridges missed their game tonight against the Pistons, which they did win, but they won by only three. They didn't cover. Thanks a lot, Hornets. No, betting. Um, I'm talking so, about their older player. Though. Oh, you're talking about their older player. Yeah. Johnson, what was his Larry name? Johnson? Larry Johnson? Larry we, Johnson? We're, 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 we're yes. Going, we're, we're going, going back, back to Grandma Ma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandma Ma, which, by the way, is the greatest. Yeah, that's again, who kids, I'm talking about. Kids, Google him. Yeah. Grandma Ma, first of all, Grandma Ma is a great nickname. But, yes, Larry Johnson was on the great UNLV teams with Stacey Ogman and Greg yeah, Anthony, coached by Jerry Tarkadian. So, yes, if you don't know about those great UNLV, UNLV teams in the early 90s, Google them, look them up, okay? Um, but yeah, everybody around our age, we all had the Sar Charlotte Hornets starter jacket. That was just yeah. so stylish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, yeah, Larry Johnson, and then a lot of the morning started with the Hornets, you know. Uh, all, yeah, I mean, they, and that, truthfully, that was the last time that they were, like, worth talking about. Yeah. Truthfully. Um, and then here we are. I mean, they're not totally worth talking about, but at least they're going to be in the playoffs. Which, but which, which is the which most. Is, that which is impressive. Yeah, which yeah. is impressive. Um, but yes, that's the concern. Is Miles Bridges missed this game against uh, the Pistons tonight, which they did win by three, but they should have won by more because there was a four-point spread. But this needed here or there. Um, but he, Miles Bridges, missed it. He's in quarantine uh, for for close contacting, but he he quarantined, and they they fear that he might miss more games. 
Hopefully he does not. We'll you know we'll know more soon. Uh, hopefully Miles is okay. I've known Miles for a really long time, so I always gotta you know root for the best. Not that you know we're like best friends or anything, but like you know I've known him since he was a, you know a freshman in high school, and I'm always gonna have his back. Um, but yeah, you know like the Hornets are in the playoffs, and it's a great story, and it's it's you know it's fun and and all that all that thing but you know yeah this is this is another situation of they're really fun to watch they're really talented you know obviously are they a title contender no are they somebody to take it seriously not really should you just watch should you, should you just watch them and, just for fun yeah should you just watch them and enjoy them yeah absolutely absolutely because but, we got grandmama yeah we got grandmama we somehow in the year 2021 was able to rip in a grandmama shout out, a starter jacket shout out, a UNLV shout out, a Jerry Car- Tarkanian shout out. Like that's pretty impressive. Like that literally was like 1990. They were in the 90 and 91, absolutely. 90 and 91. They yeah, were in the final yeah, four. Yeah, and we back to back, they won a championship and then they lost. They were undefeated. Here, you guys can all look this up to make sure that I'm right, but this is all off the top of my head, and I am right because that's just how good I am. Um, <laughs> they oh! they were undefeated. They were undefeated, and then they went to the Final Four. And Dukey, the Duke. Oh, you serious? The Dukies? Can you Dukey! believe it? I'm like a kid in a candy store. Me and my guy Benny here with the Dukies. Yeah, this guy named Christian Leitner, you might have heard of. Grant Hill, you might have heard of. Bobby Hurley, you might have heard of. Um, they were okay. Uh, yeah, and, and Duke actually beat them in the Final Four the year that UNLV, UNLV won a championship because UNLV actually UNLV actually beat the living crap out of Duke the year before. I mean, like, by like 40. Look it up. And then the following year, they played again, and Duke beat them. And then Duke won the national championship, and then Duke won the championship the year after that, too. Which led to Christian Leitner being on the 92 Dream Team instead of Shaq. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, either way, a whole lot of fun shots that I just said. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Moving straight into 10 p.m.'s game with the 46-18 and 18 Phoenix Suns. Speaking of the 90s. Speaking of the 90s. Charles Barkley. Yeah. A little Danny bit of Charles Barkley. Thunder Dan Marley. Yeah. Kenny Johnson. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We got the uh, 37 and 28 Lakers. I love how you say Lakers. I'm sorry. I just have to. I, know, I, I just I know, take I it. I just take no, it all in. I'm sorry. A, he takes a moment. I really do. It's just. It's so good. Um, yeah. I mean, listen. The Lakers are in. They're in trouble. Yeah, um, listen. I. I'm obviously not a LeBron fan. In fact, a lot of people call me a LeBron hater. Hater. Because I don't swing from his. You know. You know what? And oh. announce him. Announce him as the greatest thing since sliced bread. But. I do 100% appreciate his greatness. I know how good he is. And really, this year, more than any other, has proved it. Because the Lakers went from a team that is, oh, they're so deep. They have all this talent. They're so great. They're so... 
and LeBron gets hurt, and all of a sudden they can't they can't win a game. Like they can't beat the Kings. Like yes, they just beat Denver the other night, which was uh, shocking and a huge win. Uh, Denver struggled and all that stuff, but whatever. But like they're re- like it's amazing how bad they are without LeBron. And maybe it's because maybe the Lakers finally did it. I I always thought like I will. I will probably argue this forever because a lot of people say, well, well, LeBron makes people better. And and I've always said, well, it just depends on what kind of player you are. If you're a shooter, LeBron makes you better because all you have to do is stand in the corner and LeBron will penetrate, the defense will collapse, he will kick to you, and you will hit a wide-open three. Again, basketball is not hard. If you have somebody who's 6'9", 265 pounds, who's super fast and athletic, he's going to blow by somebody. He's going to the lane. Everybody collapses into him. He kicks it out to a wide-open shooter. The shooter makes a shot. Well, now LeBron looks great because he kicks it out to a wide-open shooter and the shooter made the shot. So if you're a shooter, if you're a standstill shooter, yeah, LeBron makes your job easy because all you have to do is stand there and you're going to get wide-open looks because everybody's going to be worried about LeBron. But if you're a if you're already a good player, LeBron doesn't make you better. In fact, he makes you worse. And we have plenty of examples. Chris Bosh was like a 25 and 12 guy in Toronto. Was considered one of the top five post players in the league. He went to he went to Miami to join with Wade and Bosh, with with Wade and LeBron, and Chris Bosh became a standstill corner three pointer shooter who didn't move. Kevin Love did the same thing. He was a 25 and 10 guy in Minnesota. Went to Cleveland with LeBron and became a standstill. I'm going to sit in the corner and shoot threes. Other people, Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance Jr., uh, George George Hill, blah, blah. All these guys went to join LeBron in Cleveland and their numbers deteriorated dramatically. And it was great because, and this is why if you're a decent player, I don't know why you'd want to play with LeBron, is because if they win, it's all because of how great LeBron is. And if you lose, it's because, well, LeBron is playing with a bunch of crappy players. So why would, why would, why would you want to do that? Like, I, I don't, I don't understand why you'd want to do that because it's never LeBron's fault. Oh, well, he plays with nobody. And then if he wins, he's like, oh my God, I can't believe he got these scrubs to the finals. Ridiculous. Anyway, the Lakers are in trouble, and I can't wait to talk about it next week to see if how far they've fallen in the rankings. Everyone, thank you for joining us. If you're listening to this, please tell us that you are. Send us a message, but more importantly, tell at least two. I think two friends. Two friends. Absolutely. Two friends. That's right. If you if you are downloading this, if you're listening to this, all of our people, first of all, we appreciate you all doing that. Thank you so much for doing Absolutely. that. I hope you I hope you like it. If you have other critiques, please message us, let us know. I mean I posted all of my information is on, on the on my all eyes on you hoops website. You can contact me, you can email me, you can tweet at me, you can all do all those things. Heck you can text me. Um so tell me those things. But yeah, grab two friends and be like, hey, you like basketball? You like people that are awesome? Because me and Ben are awesome. Hey, check check out check <laughs> check out check out this podcast. You know, 
everybody get two and and think how much we'll grow. You know what I mean? And other than that, we got a tie game between the uh the Cubs and the Dodgers right now in the ninth. So uh thank you. Next. The Flagrant Friends Podcast is hosted and directed by Benjamin W. Gross with sports analysis from Steve Schwanda. Flagrant Friends is recorded live at the Stage Left Lounge recording studio. Join us next week for more NBA news.